Yo, 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 what's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of this Making Sense podcast. Subject of today will be my review on Hulu's reboot. So if you don't know what reboot is, reboot, you know, like the name kind of indicates, is a show about, uh, it's actually kind of meta if you really think about it, but it's a show about another show that's being rebooted, right? As we've seen countless of times, especially in recent years, Hollywood kind of like this trend, this bad habit to me it's a bad habit because i think it it kind of shows like a lack of originality but they have this trend of just you know redoing and rebooting classic movies classic tv shows and trying to have like a new spin and a fresh take of a, a more modern take on the show unfortunately it doesn't always work but there's been a couple of times where it definitely works i feel like to me the best example of rebooting a show and kind of doing something that not only that's still in touch with the original source material and kind of relevant to what's going on in this day and age and especially like societal issues that are pretty much in touch with what's going on right now this will be a spoiler free review meaning i won't get into like element that have what happened in the show so if you haven't watched the show be rest assured that i won't give any type of plot point from the show so like i said it's about a reboot show and pretty much a bunch of washed up actors you know like the, the one who made the show special in the first place they're all at a different point in their life and they kind of all come back for the wrong reasons meaning they're all kind of stuck whether just one who's battling addiction there's another one who's just a failed actor it doesn't really have any type of recognition in the industry then you got another one who was in this bad relationship and then you got the new kid who's just trying to make a new name for himself pretty much so they all have different reasons as to why they want to come back to the show and uh, oddly enough the showrunner at the time kind of comes back as well so what i love about the show is like it's kind of a not a super edgy comedy meaning i feel like it could have been like a network sitcom meaning that they, they kind of have like all the ingredients but the one thing that i do like is the fact they can curse meaning they could there's a little bit of nudity there's a little bit more like it, it's not the edges show like meaning it's not rick and morty it's not south park it's not even shows of that nature meaning they don't really push the envelope too much but for to me for a, 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 a for a comedy that's on Hulu, I think they did a pretty good job. I think they did a pretty decent job. Like I said, it's probably not the funniest stuff, meaning, you know, they got Johnny Knoxville from Jackass, and obviously his role, without giving too much away, is super interesting, like, especially his journey as a character, but I think overall, the show definitely has a lot of good qualities, and it makes for a really good time. Like I said, there's only eight episodes, so it's not too crazy. So if you're trying to if you want to you know uh, caught up to it you have like more than enough time every episode is like 25 to 30 minutes tops but like i said yeah i think they really touch on really interesting um conversations without getting too too deep like for instance when it, the conversation about uh rebooting tv shows but the most to me the the one the one point that i really loved about the show is like you get to peep behind the scenes of how a show is really done, how it works, right? So, obviously, there's been other shows that kind of did it in that way. But, for instance, we get to spend many times in the writing room for a TV show. If for someone like me who never really, you know, I never got the opportunity to be in a writing room. I felt like being able to see how the creative process works 
was really interesting actually quite fascinating because you don't really realize like a how many people are in those like writing rooms and b how much it takes for some of them to just come up for a good idea a good jokes because you know when we consume episode of like when we consume episode whether it's in, in a when we consume TVs or movies and something is funny, something's really well written, we don't necessarily, we don't always try to think about how these, like the writers, they come up to it, like they come up with it and they were able to infuse that funniness in the script. We just see it and just don't think too much about it. So I think being able to highlight the the, the creative process beyond the show, where it's just like the directing, the, you know, the the practicing, the, the lines, and also, like I said, the writing room, which is to me the essential point, the focus point on the show. To me, just for that reason alone, that's one of the reasons why I think people should definitely go and check the TV show out. Another one, one of the other things that I really like is like the relationship between the two two characters. Like I said, I don't want to, I, I won't give too much away, but like for instance, the relationship between the two showrunners, if you will, the two head writers and the two showrunners who kind of comes to blow many times. I think that relationship was really entering into the show and was really, I think it's kind of the backbone of the show. I know like um, Michael Keegan, who was in King and Peel, if you never watch it, he's actually the ex executive producer of the show, but his character has kind of has like, more of a backseat and to me that relationship between the two showrunners is most likely more important than anything else that goes on in the show mind you there's obviously all other stuff you got romance as well although i feel like the one thing that's kind of great is like they don't really get lost into it meaning they don't really it's not really a show about love but i think it's really a show about relationship and people being able to reconnect after spending so much time apart so to me that's one of the reasons why I genuinely like the show. One, the one thing I could say is kind of, it's not really bad, but it's like the one teeny tiny bit of criticism I could get to the show is like, I feel like in some ways it's a little bit predictable, meaning there's no, aside from maybe a couple of twists in the first episode, because I won't give too much away, but it, maybe like for like one or two twists, the show is kind of a pretty much predictable. Like you won't get surprised. Like I said, they don't really push the envelope like the, the edginess is not crazy meaning you there's no outrageous scenes in the show but like i said for a sitcom of that format for like eight episodes which is not too crazy and the fact that you can consume it really at your own pace i think that was a pretty good effort like i said it, it's a really interesting thing it's a really interesting thing to see all these former kind of glories it's probably an analogy of like some other actors trying to change their former like the A days or like their prime as far as a career and this even if you're not an actor, I feel like you definitely relate. But yeah, seeing all these people trying to still keep being relevant in a in a day or in an era where most likely people kind of moved on from them or from whatever they represent. For instance, the writing is another reason why the, the scenes that has to do with the writing room, I feel like it's so it is so telling to see that you really have two schools, meaning like you got the old school and the new school, and they're both symbolized by the two writers and the two showrunners on the show that play by the actors, which is kind of like I said, a little bit meta. But seeing those two characters, they're able to, to coexist, and yet they have so different ways to go by comedy, meaning on one hand, you have someone who's really more 
in touch with what's going on right now, really progressive, let's say woke for lack of better words. But on the other but on the other side, you have someone who's like way much more seasoned, way much more older, have more experience, but doesn't really know how to, you know, adjust to this new climate as far as like comedy wise. So seeing this to seeing their interactions, seeing their energy, seeing their two interactions, see how they, they balance each other. I think like and you literally see the rift and the two ideology in the writing room. I think that, again that that was like one of the perk of the show. I would definitely recommend if you haven't watched Reboot on Ulu to go and check that out. Like I said, it's eight episodes. It's like twenty-five to thirty minutes tops. It's quite funny and it's fun, and I think it's they have a really good cast. And yeah, I think like you would definitely have a good time if you check that out. And as always, guys, if you haven't, go check me out on the episode description. You have all the links, the relevant links to my social medias. I'm available on Facebook. I'm also at the name of the pages like the Making Sense Podcast. You can check me out on Instagram as well at, at Make Sense Pod. So make sense without an E. So it's just, you know, make sense without an E and pod. And you could definitely check me out on Twitter as well at the Making Sense Podcast. And I usually respond. So definitely go check me out. And that's pretty much it. Peace.